Today we have Lauren Matthews from Jupiter, Florida. Lauren has over 15 years of business and leadership experience and credits her skill set to the entrepreneurial background of her family. On this episode, Lauren takes us through how she started in real estate and what some of her goals are for this year and in the future. Let's get started. <laughs> All right, Lauren, thanks for uh, hopping up hey, the podcast. thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's um, let's just hop right into it. Let's uh, just go ahead and introduce yourself. For sure. So I'm Lauren Matthews. I'm an agent with Douglas Elliman Real Estate with over $42 billion in sales with our agents last year. And um, it's an amazing, amazing company to work for. I'm from upstate New York originally. Been in the business for about 10 years. So... Oh, nice. So, uh, we were yeah, we were talking off camera. You you grew up about an hour down the thruway. I'm in Syracuse. You grew up in in Rochester, yes. which is cold, kind of funny. I shouldn't say that, but yes. there's a lot more to do down. Here. You could say it. <laughs> I just I just not a personal fan of cold weather. I was always the first first person or first kid to be in the car drinking hot cocoa when all the other kids were like out sledding, and I was the first one in the car. So glad I made my way down here and was exposed to it from my childhood uh, i'm with you <laughs> so um how did you so you've been in real estate for 10 years you said right mm-hmm. um how did you get into real estate so i came from the hospitality business and um i thought it would be a pretty easy transition from that space because so much of my business now is is servicing your client right so um it ended up working out i you know i managed uh, restaurants, did pretty much every job you can think of in the restaurants, hotels, all that stuff. So I just took those skills and brought it over to real estate and all my clients get, you know, the best service all around. Nice. So so coming from upstate New York come, and then going down to Florida, how did you kind of break in? Because it's tough, right? You didn't really have that sphere of influence to rely on that a lot of newer agents you know, can rely on family, Absolutely. friends, that kind of thing. So how did how did you break in? Because you're in a super competitive sure. market, right? South, South sure. Florida, right? So how did you really kind of break so, in? So it, it really took me some time. Um, you know, it was a huge learning curve for me because um, I had never been in like an actual business. And, and when you're in real estate, you're, you're really running your own business. Um, so I really had a lot of stepping stones to kind of get to where I'm at today. Um, And it took some time, but, you know, I did everything from door knocking to, you know, the the normal stuff, the mailers. um, And then once I started, like, getting clientele, you know, I would ask for referrals. Like, as soon as I would have my first, you know, couple clients, I would start asking, you know, know, do you know anybody who wants to buy, sell? Um, I also also, uh, did something that was really interesting early on. I found uh, a way on the MLS to see who had in Rochester a secondary or a second home in Florida. So I was able to basically locate those through tax records and then mail out to them saying, hey, I'm Lauren, you know, do a really cool marketing piece with my picture and all that good stuff and say I'm from your hometown and I'd be more than happy to like represent you down here in Florida. And usually, you know, with like minds, you know, when you're coming from one place to another, it's like you want to work with somebody who you feel comfortable with, 
who you, you know, have commonality with. And you can talk and go back and forth about different places that, you know, are common to you. So I got a lot of clients from that. So all sorts of things. Okay. So that's interesting. So was that a trick that you picked up? Like, were you on a team or was that just something that like popped in your head? Like, hey, there's a ton of people like you, we, you and I both know that everybody leaves upstate New York in like October, yeah. November and stays down here. So is that just well, something I Yeah, I, came you know, working in the hospitality business for a while and knowing a lot of people up in Rochester um, and knowing that, you know, some of them would eventually trickle down here or, you know, they had friends, relatives, or they were, they did have a secondary home, you know, that it just popped into my head. You know, you really have to get creative in this business because it's so competitive and and there's a lot of people just doing the same thing. And it's like, what's going to make you stand out? So um, I've pretty much always been, well, I shouldn't say that. I was with um, a partner or on a team, I guess, when I first joined. I was with Berkshire Hathaway for the first couple years uh, under uh, an agent who had a lot of a lot of overflow. So he gave me some stuff too. Um, but other than that, I've been pretty much on my own and really had to find different avenues and be creative on marketing. And And I will say that's that's kind of one of my strong suits is, is just being creative and thinking outside the box and, and coming up with different things and strategies that other people just aren't thinking of. So oh, Right, right. <laughs> What a, well, I <laughs> I'm like dying. My, Is it okay if I'm drinking coffee in this? Okay. Oh yeah, it's fine. I didn't know oh, if for sure. Professional or not professional? Okay. It's fine. I'm. I got water here. My kids have been sick for the whole month, so we're just trading. <laughs> um. So. So having that like connection to Rochester, right, and people having that second home, that kind of it's like a built-in almost like a warm call or like a trust initially because like Rochester, both you and both communities that we grew up in were pretty small, yeah. you know, Rochester's about the same size as Syracuse. So um, that probably made it a hell of a lot easier to make that connection initially. Yeah, it's just, right? you know, it's a small world. Immediately when I sent that, that, you know, letter out with, you know, my information and, and telling them a little, a little bit of a backstory on the fact that I was from there and, you know, I could be a trusted you know, guide down here and so that they would feel mm -hmm. more comfortable. That was, you know, I had, I had several calls right off the, right off the bat. So, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned about being creative to kind of stand out, you know, in your market, what were like some other things that you did that, you know, maybe worked and then maybe some things that didn't work, like obviously door knocking. Yeah. Stocks. We're not stuck, but, um, but, you know, we didn't approach the door knocking as like, a super salesy pitch you know it was more and i did this with a partner of mine uh that i work on deals together with here and there um we both have our own business but we do you know team up on on some stuff but anyways um yeah we door knocked and we you know it was more like an introduction because we started farming that neighborhood so we wanted people to you know put our face to what our marketing materials were going to be sent to them so and we we left like if they weren't home we had like these it you know it, it sounds a little corny like but it really worked we had these little bags of popcorn in the bag and also like this card that just said you know we just popped by to give you a market report we had a market report in there and it was cute you know it was it was memorable 
And that's the thing. Like, you want to be memorable. Um, so right. not only are we seeing people face to face, we're getting to talk to them about, like, what's going on in the neighborhood. You know, uh, people would just, you know, have us in their in their driveway just saying, oh, well, I heard that so-and-so is looking to sell or, you know, you get a lot of information just from meeting people face to face. So even though it does kind of suck and it, it kind of feels like, you know, the very, you know, first, I guess, start to like the business, it's really not. Like I know people that are doing insane amount of business and they just go knock on a door and they're so confident in their business that they don't care. Like it's, you know, money's money. At the end of the day, like, who cares? Right. You know, the worst thing they can say is, right. you know, slam the door in your face and then, but, well, oh, well, you know. Yeah. They, they, they can't take away your birthday, right? And, yeah. like, and I'm sure you know this too, where like people love talking about real For estate, sure. whether you're at a bar, party, wherever it may be. So you're going to catch those people that want to have those conversations yeah. and can see the upside. Of- For sure. Yeah, we, we ended up hosting a... Um, an event for the neighborhood too. Um, and then speaking back to the creativity, uh, just something that didn't work for us. Um, we also farmed another neighborhood and we, you know, we came, we went to all these different businesses and got uh, the approval to give discounts at all of these different places. So we made like this kind of VIP card for the neighborhood and said, hey, if you use, and I had all of our information on it. So we were like, okay, this is mm-hmm. going to work out great. But um, we had a really terrible process with the printer and it, like the people who were printing our our stuff. And um, it kind of took the wind out of our sails. So by the time we like were able to launch, we were so burned out by the whole thing, by going to get all the discounts and all that stuff. And I don't honestly know because we didn't get one call on that. And we were stunned because we put so much time and effort and it was it was so unique and cute. And you would just think that you would get one, at least one call just based on numbers alone. We didn't get anything. It's It felt super flat. And um, we're just we're still to this day wondering if they actually sent them out because <laughs> we were like yeah. battling with them on the design and just the, how the product came out. Like we had to go back and forth with them for a long time. So, so, so things like that, you know, and then, and then we were just like, you know what? We kind of like, since we didn't get a call, we, we should have probably continued to market. But there's things like that where, you know, if you're getting burned out, you just, you're like, all right, this is enough. And you have other stuff going on. So it all depends, but you you gotta, it's trial and error. Um, yeah. And, you know, some things work, some things don't. Right. And it's, it's, I think it's important too, like those, the trial and error, right? It, it kind of develops like a thick skin, right? Like you can't get too discouraged. The real estate's a roller coaster, right? So you can't get too high, can't get too low. Um, But you just have to kind of move it on. You know, as confident as you were that it was going to work, you just got to find the next. Yeah. I, I I still think so. There's a chance they might have not sent them out. (laughs) But but we're like, throwing our hands up or like we're done we're done yeah yeah yeah. so did you so when did you start getting into i guess like so that was more traditional right sure. like door knocking print that kind of thing when did you get more into the social media using like instagram Facebook yeah to kind of well i think for me my social media really took off during covid when i had the really a lot of time to do nothing and i just you know had time to 
to to be creative and and think of things to post and and I actually had nothing better to do. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you know, I should be growing this. Let me turn this off. Um, yeah. So you know, I I took some time and just made some fun. I mean, even as silly as like TikTok dances. But, you know, yep. like you're doing something different and everybody's bored. Everybody was watching their phone like throughout that whole time. So that's really why I started yep. working on it a lot more. Right. It's like the it, it's you mentioned, you know, how to stand out when you did door knocking. You did you did the popcorn. That's kind of the way to stand out right on social yeah. media is to kind of just try to do yep. something different. Um, what what kind of what platform do you kind of. I guess, utilize the most or do you see the most benefit from? Is it Instagram, Facebook? Yeah, so I have a TikTok page. I really need to probably do a little bit more on that. But um, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, but I see the most business from Instagram. Um, Yeah, hands down. I've gotten so many referrals. I have, you know, clients that reach out to me directly. uh, So all sorts of stuff. So it's it's been all good on this on what 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 kind of what kind of content on instagram do you see you know gets the most i guess traction or or engagement yeah it's hard to say you know i've done some research on kind of the the perfect time to release content i think that's really important i think sometimes you know if you're putting it out on you know sunday at dinner time no one's really looking at their phone so i think that's important to make sure sunday's such a huh yeah I said, yeah. such a weird day for me. I mean, sometimes I, I say screw it and, and I don't worry about the rules of Instagram, but I have done some research on like good times. Uh, so I think that's important. Um, yep. I think it's also uh, important to show your real personality and, and some real uh, content from your daily life. Um, I think that, you know, that gives your page some personality. Um and I think branding to the to the clientele you want to want to work with is also important. So if you want to be in that luxury market, your stuff really needs to to show showcase either luxury, you know, properties, whether it's, you know, you're touring somebody else's listing because you're not quite there yet, you know, have that luxury material behind you as your platform and also um, make sure you're having professional photos done or you know you're at least getting a good camera sometimes you know i've gone out with some friends and just done a content day with you know a, we, i have a sony camera so you know a 500 dollars camera but it still takes really really good pictures and we'll take those and you know edit them a little bit and throw them up on the page and you can really get some some nice content um so Branding is is important, and I think that speaks volumes to the clientele you want to bring in, and um, and then just you know your the stuff that you like, like you know I love food. I'm always posting food. I I just I love. I'm a big fan of like food fart. <laughs> like I love it. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think people, other people like food, so you want to have some like common other interest outside of real estate, like. Real estate gets boring after a while. Not everybody wants to see 24-7 content with, you know, houses. Unless they're, like, as involved in real estate as you are. But chances are they're, they're not. So. Yeah. They want they want your page to be humanized, right? Yeah. Like they want to see what your person is. Who they, who's the person that they're going to exactly. work with? 
And on top of that, like, you know, I think the luxury market, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the luxury market, people want to, yes, they want to have a beautiful house and everything, but they also want to get an understanding of the culture that they're going to live in, the fresh areas like the restaurants that they're going to. So it's it's showcasing the area, not just correct. the house itself. Correct. Right. Yep. So do you do you do a lot of that? Like where if like let's say you're showing a house in let's let's say Jupiter, Florida, right? Are you showcasing, you know, if it's a client who's maybe single, right? Single or bachelor yep. bachelor. You're showcasing, you know, different restaurants, bars, maybe the nightlife that's that's in Jupiter versus if it was a family, you're showcasing more of like playgrounds that um like directly to them or just on my page specifically? Either or. Um, either or. Absolutely. Like if I take a client on and I know that they're buying and they're they're maybe from out of the area, I'm definitely letting them know all the hottest and greatest places to go, um, how close they are to the beach, all of the, you know, the selling points of that community. And I, I can usually, you know, guide them into... A community that I think will fit their lifestyle. So I have a real conversation with my clients about what it is they want to achieve when they when they buy something down here in South Florida. Like what's important to them. And I think that's like one of the first conversations you need to have. That way, if they're not sure where they want to be, you can kind of gauge exactly what type of person you're dealing with and what's where where they want to be. Um, right. So that. Do you, do you take that too as like a you're kind of interviewing to see if you're a good fit for them as well? Is it kind of like both sides where like, or do you kind of just like, you know, I'm, we're working together. This is kind of where I think we should. Yeah, I mean, unless I see like a major red flag off off the jump, I don't I don't turn down a lot of business. Um, I've dealt with a ton of different personalities, and um, I think that you have to be kind of moldable in this business and. Uh, Un, like fortunately I have attracted a lot of really great clients and I think again you know I believe I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction what you're putting out there is what you're going to get so I attract a lot of yep. like really cool down-to-earth people and um I don't know what your question was basically like off the am I a good fit for for them yeah, like are are you yeah I mean, like is it vice versa? first there's obvious those questions that you want to see like what their timeline is because that's if their timeline is you know of course in a couple of months from now you're going to focus a lot of energy onto that client like things like that and are they qualified do we need to get them to the qualification there's always those conversations right in the beginning too but as far as like me interviewing them if they're a good fit for me I don't again I don't really turn a lot of business down um, unless there's a huge red flag and I'm like uh, let's place you with somebody that's yeah. going to be a better fit. But it doesn't happen often sure. with me because I, I tend to attract clients that are 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 great people. And, and they a lot of times from referrals, you know, if 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 a client is already great, they're going to refer me a client that they're friends with that, you know, probably has a similar personality to them if they're friends. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So you, do you focus more on like that educational type of content sometimes i definitely think it's it's important to do uh value add content here and there but again you know you don't want to have i mean maybe you do maybe you do want to have all value add that's 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 100 percent your your choice but i like to mix it up so when you go on my page you'll see all sorts of different 
sides of me. You'll see like my interests, you'll see, you know, great real estate, you'll see my production, you'll see uh, value add, and you'll see um, like, uh, you know, people that, that wrote, you know, a great recommendation or review on me, all sorts of stuff that is going to mix it up. You know, I think mixing it up is so important. So, yep. Showcase your personality, who you are. A little bit of everything. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Do you use um use any scripting? I don't. Just I, you know what I did? I did do one video. I'm working on my website right now, a uh, brand new website that, that'll be up in a couple weeks, hopefully. But um, I did have, we did do like a, a quote unquote hero video. And that's basically is going to talk about like who I am and en encompass kind of all the things that I'm talking about what my clients are saying about me, right. um, you know, what kind of client I cater to uh, about me and my personal things that I like, things that I think are important for a client client to know about me. Um, and we did do a scripted version of that and I hated it. So I, <laughs> I said, I'm not really, really like right off because it really has to be more of a conversation I'm having to the person on the other side. I think storytelling does a lot better than me being a robot and and just reading off a screen. So, you know, I I gave the camera guy kind of the, put the ball in his court, let him do what he wanted to do, and then at the end of the day, I just didn't feel like it was authentic enough. So we're gonna reshoot that. So to answer your question, I've done scripted. Don't personally love it, but some people, you know, when they get in front of the camera, they they really freeze up. So. I get if you have to use it, you have to use it, or if you can't remember everything. But my rule of thumb is if you can like think about it the night before and kind of write some of your your stuff out, it really like sticks. And then the next day, it's a lot. It comes out a lot easier. You know, it's it's in your brain. So even if it doesn't come out exactly like you had it on paper, it's fresh in your mind, and you can kind of, you know, it's more it. organic, right? You can showcase your personality and do that because. You know, the biggest thing I think on social media is being your true self and being organic because I think people can see through the For bullshit. Sure. You know what I mean? For like, sure. you know, yeah. so yeah, I think it's the best way to go about it as too. Do you um do you use a content calendar at all? No, I I probably should, but I don't. Um, I just kind of know what I, I usually try to do two posts a week. Um, plus I do most days I do content uh through stories. So, um, cause I don't, I don't like to overdo it, but you, you do have to be, you have to be on enough. So, and I, and I, sometimes I, it's crazy. Like it's hard to fit everything in, you know, when you're running your own business, it's like, I don't have an assistant right now, which that's in the plan for summer, but, um, no, I don't have a content calendar. I just plan to post two times a week and do stories, you know, almost every day. So, okay. Do you try and, and time block like when you're going to do that? Or is it just kind of like, oh, this is, I got to. I usually I do Tuesdays. I think Tuesdays are a good day. Tuesdays at, like uh, afternoon and Thursdays. Um, those are my two go-to days. It gives you one day in between. So people aren't like seeing your content back to back. Um, yep. Gives them a chance to comment, like message on, on one photo. You give them a day and then you're you're on to the next one. And then they have, you know, I think Mondays are tough because everybody's getting back in the swing of work. Um, and, you know, they're 
you know, t- tying up loose ends from the weekend and and then on Fridays, it's like, okay, we're getting ready for the weekend. So we don't, we're not really paying attention to anything else. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. So do you, I was going to, I don't want to ask this. Do you, um, so you, you spend some time, you've kind of like honed in on what days and times are mm-hmm. best for you, right? Do you do any kind of like paid marketing on top of that? Um, I, I really kind of stay away from that. Um, because I'm really so I've had so many I mean I've had thousands of inboxes to pay for pay for more followers or like I don't want I don't need the the clout of having so many followers per se like I want real people that are actually interested in my business so I want to grow them organically I think buying fake followers I can spot that in like a heartbeat um you know, it's just, and it's not gaining you anything. Like it, it you just paying for followers. Um, it, it's you really have to engage with your clients, or you're not going to get anything out of it. So yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah. I, I yeah, I'm with you. I, I'd rather have you know 900 engaged right. followers than having the clout, yeah. quote unquote, of 10,000 right. just like not right. engaged. And, exactly. Yep. You know, so you mentioned. Um, you know, you wanted to bring on an assistant this summer. What What are some of your goals for for this year? Well, um, I have my my biggest weakness is probably um, being able to delegate because I'm a super control freak on how I like things. Um, but I'm just the only way to grow is to expand, and it's just something that I need to do. I um, I have partners that I I rely on uh, on on certain stuff, which is was totally fine. Um, you know, if I can't handle something just because it's it's either out of the area or whatever reason I need somebody's help on something because um, I want the client to really have full service. You know, if, yep. say, a listing's out of my area, I want to make sure I'm listing with uh, another agent who knows that area and who can be there, you know, for every showing. So, you know, I'll partner up with, with certain people, but I'm just with stuff like this, social media content calendars, all the extra things that we have to manage uh, on a day-to-day basis as a as an agent, inputting uh, listings, um, contracts, the the contract periods, managing like how how those go and how smoothly the transactions are going, all of that stuff I'm doing right now by myself, and it. There's no way I can be out shaking hands and and kissing babies all the time if I if I'm at my desk and that's what I really need to be doing right. because I need to be bringing in more business. So, yeah. yeah. So it's coming is that this summer for sure? Is that one of your bigger challenges? Is trying to figure out, I guess, number one, who to hire, the type of person to hire, and then number two, like delegating to that person. Yeah. Right now, so we're in super busy season in Florida here. You know, our our season generally runs from November to, you know, the end of April and it's just bananas. So I think summertime, like I'll have more time to actually sit down and yeah, that's, that's a challenge. I want, I want somebody to do what I'm doing. Like I do it. I want my clients to still feel like, you know, they're, they're my only client, even though that's, we know that's not true. I want them to feel like a priority. And so I need to have somebody who has that same strong work ethic that I have, um, 
to train and and to make sure you know they're doing things the way I want to do it. So that's this is definitely probably a challenge to to uh, find. Yeah. So. Yeah. So your ultimate business goal? Do you want to have like a big a big? Team? I have different areas yeah, of flow. So I've already had, I already have actually, it's funny because we're, we're on this topic, but last week I posted an ad on Facebook and, uh, I'm looking for team members. So, and, um, because I do have a lot of spillover business that somebody needs to handle and I'd rather have it kind of in-house if I can. So, um, I basically threw out an ad on on Facebook looking for somebody that's new to the business driven and who wants to learn it and basically do some of my quote unquote assistant work just to figure out how everything goes. Um and then, you know, hit the ground running for me. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Now a lot of this has been, you know, talking about like new clients bringing in new business and, and how you, you know, plan on growing, you know, some of your sure. for this year. Do you do, what do you do for, you know, past clients? Do you have a CRM you use? How do you kind of market to past clients? You've mentioned in the beginning that you, you have no problem asking yeah. for business. Right? Yeah. So how do you go about that? So I have my own, I don't have a CRM and that's probably something that you don't hear often from, um, <laughs> you know, successful agents, but uh, I stay in touch with a lot of them and I have kind of my own system with keeping in touch. Um, I reach out, you know, on anniversaries, birthdays, uh, and I, I'm friendly with a lot of my clients. So when they're coming into town, I meet with them and have coffee. I'm I'm big on relationships and, and I just click with a lot of them. So we stay in touch on all, on all like social media and, and all sorts of stuff like that. I invite them to events. Um, so... Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, wow. So, so there's no, is there a CRM that you maybe want to, that's, that that's one your goal was my thing. Maybe yeah. I'm like, that's, that's coming in the future. And I, I feel terrible like for saying that I don't have a CRM per se, but I do have kind of like my own system working that works for me right now just to stay in front of mm -hmm. clients and keep in touch with them and, and all that stuff. So sure. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right, so we're coming up here on okay. the here, and these are the three questions I ask okay. everybody, right, that comes on. So number four, the first one, what's one book or podcast you think everybody who is looking to grow their business in real estate should either read or listen to? So can I, can I say it's not a podcast, it's not a book, but it's actually um, an app. Can I, can I say an app? Yeah, for okay. sure. So I bought into the Masterclass app, um, probably six months ago. And the Masterclass app, I should be getting paid for this, but the Masterclass app <laughs> is, uh, it's all people, celebrities, the people that are at the top of their game in their field. So there is so much on there. There is sales training. There's real estate training. There is, um, the sales training has been phenomenal for me. There's branding training from you know it's really 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 cool and um there's entrepreneurial like there's there's uh Richard Branson's on there and he's talking about his attitude and his you know philosophy on life and you know 
it's it's really incredible to to take a piece of all of these people who who just landed the plane and know what they're doing and are at the top of their game and take little fragments of all these people. It's been an awesome awesome platform for me. Um, I've learned. yeah. So have you implemented some of that in your business? Absolutely, and like just the sales, just the sales um, classes alone have really helped me. They have negotiation classes, like. They have everything. They have interior design classes. So, like, all of those little elements can help you succeed in this business or any other business for that matter. So, it's really yeah. cool. I, I highly recommend it. Um, it's it's not expensive. It, it, you, you buy the subscription for the entire year and they're constantly adding new people into the mix. And you get, like, I'll, I'll be on a walk and I'll listen to the whole thing um, or in the car and just... Oh, cool. You know, and some of them have like um, handout material that you can download and print and actually like write notes and all that that stuff. So it's it's a really interesting uh, platform and it's uh, it's done great things for me and my business. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You should be on paper. That was a hell of a plug. Don't you want to go buy it now? Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> it's really it's really cool. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. I've seen like ads on Instagram. I know, you know, but if you go check it out, like it's it's very interesting, and the people on there are really like they're they're phenomenal. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. All right, so next one: What should everyone who is in real estate either stop doing or start doing? Definitely stop being a perfectionist because that got in my way um, early on in my career, and you know I'm also. For me, I, I tend to, um, you know, this business is, you're going to get hit with so many different angles on how to market yourself. You really have to hone in on like what works for you instead of like trying a little here, a little there. You can in the very beginning, but I would say like once you figure out what you're good at, um, stick to that and like put all your time into that because uh, when you're running around in circles trying to figure out or like putting your money here and putting your money there, you can't um, be committed to one thing. And I think, you know, staying consistent in one thing is really going to, you know, bring you the business that you that you need instead of getting caught up on all different things. So Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to be. A yeah, exactly. And it's just perfectionism, like, get out of your own way if even if it's not exactly how you want it to be yet like you can fix it along the way just get it out there you know whatever it is whether it be the mailing whether it be the video like if you're just learning how to do content like just get it out there and just make it better as you go you know keep getting better but you're gonna have, you have to learn somewhere you have to start somewhere so my biggest thing was like being a perfectionist and getting in my own way and I just had to say hey it's good like this and some of the stuff I look back at and I'm like, I'm cringing, but it got me to here. <laughs> like it got me here. You yeah, start yeah, somewhere. So Yep. Dun Dunn's definitely exactly. better than perfect. That that was always hard for me too. You know, like my my first videos were terrible. Yeah. Like super cringy. But like <clears throat> my voice is my voice. I hate the sound of my voice really? when I hear like it back. Oh yeah, I can't stand it. I just like that. That's what I sound like, no way. Um, that's Syracuse and like, accent. you know, the cam, it, it, everyone says they have an accent, but yeah. Um, you know, the camera's like right yeah. in my face like this and it's just, you know, you get better. Like you said, you get better as it, 
as as you go along. Yeah. Right. Um, done's better exactly. than perfect, and just kind of keep going through, pushing through it, and you know, yeah, you'll get there. Hundred percent. Um. All right. And then the last one. Where can everybody find you online? Well, my website's coming, so that'll be on my Instagram page. But my Instagram account is at Lauren L A U R E N Nicole N I C O L E Real Estate, and that's spelled R E A L E S T A T E. Lauren Nicole Real Estate. There you go. I can spell. Perfect. When's your uh? When's your website gonna? Oh, uh, I'm hoping within the next couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I'm just I'm working on tweaking the design work, and um, it's really gonna cater a lot to new development because I've kind of um, made my way into the new development space. So it'll be still your normal everyday buying and selling regular real estate, but it's also gonna cater to the new development here in Palm Beach County and then the developments that I represent and also um I I I do I am building a team that's going to basically take the the development um process when you're when it comes to architecture when it comes to design when it comes to marketing our team will basically help that development get launched so Cool. So yeah, so it's interesting. I have a lot of a lot of really cool upcoming stuff and it's it's growing and it'll probably start all working together this summer when I have a little bit more free time, but for next season, yeah. we're going to it's going to be crazy. So Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned. Awesome. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So I appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, was- yeah, I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thanks for having me and uh, letting me share. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Bye-bye.